Hey, welcome to the first ever annual Loogie Show for 2019. What a time to be alive. Incredible. Welcome. We've got a quick message before we start. Uh, we are currently touring regional Australia, and Luke has all of the dates we have right here. announced a tour. We're not currently touring it. Oh, whatever. We're in our My studio. brain doesn't work. Yeah, we're not on tour, but we will be in February. We are going to a bunch of places we've never been, which include, and are limited to, Warnable, Ballarat, Shepparton, Wagga Wagga, Bathurst, Central Coast, Port Macquarie, Toowoomba, Bundaberg, Rockhampton, Mackay, Townsville, and Cairns. We're driving up the East mm-hmm. Coast to hit as many regional towns as possible, and we would love to see you there. And if you are listening from outside of Australia, yes, those are real places, they, they not exist. made up names. They are what they are actually called, and, and people also, live there going, I'm from Wagga Wagga and Toowoomba. Yep. Like they, they exist and they're real. Can't yep. wait to meet them. Um, also, uh, there's a couple of audio issues, but it sounds fine. Deal with it. Had some technical issues, and it's free. So Life isn't perfect, yep. so shut the fuck up. We did four perfectly recorded yes. episodes, and we have one fuck up. Yes, it's the most important episode and the best one. Was it yes. the best show we've ever done? Quite yeah, devastating. Probably. Yeah, probably. It's, it's are, a are real good watch. Are we angry at ourselves? Furious. Absolutely. But what you're not going to be is angry in the comment section, the sound of section, because, hey, it's free! So enjoy, and if you want to find out what we're doing next year, we talk about it very extensively uh, in our secret edition of the podcast that goes out to Patreon supporters. Otherwise, this will be our last episode of the year, and we'll catch you guys on January 7th, the podcast where we're returning. Just a week off. Yep. Just just a chance for everyone to kind of do what they need to do. Yep. Go see your family, call your mum, all right? And then we'll get back to you on January 7th. So You'll be fine without us, I'm sure. Maybe not. Yeah, but I'll miss you, boys. Until then, watch really this will. three times. Rack up those views. All right, Lugies 2019 begins now. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage, your musical act for the night, Radio Mike. Uh, 
which from now on uh, we do the Luke and Lewis Awards, which is we celebrate the best and the crummiest moments mm -hmm. of our year, and we're so excited for you all to join us. It's a prestigious event. It's the social event of the year. Mark it in your calendars. It's um, doing big warehouse poos all over the Logies. <laughs> <laughs> and and a lot of people are going, oh, it's almost like you're trying to parody or steal the idea. No. Yes. Oh, no, no. They took it from us. That's right. Yes, we did it first. We painted it when we were born. No, when I was a sperm. And no, I wouldn't have been a sperm yet. Alright, we copied. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I think, what should, what should we do here, Luke? Shall we do a little recap of how the tour has gone so far? Yes. I think so, that's a good idea. So, um, Keelan, uh, we always start with this, just an update for the people at home because they haven't seen what's happened before the show. Uh, Keelan has got his third standing ovation for the tour. He's three for three. Yeah. a tactic that Keelan has been employing at the end of his set. He did not do this the first time. He did it a little bit the second time, but the third time he's been employing a technique I like to call, please stand up, everyone stand up, everyone stand, give me a standing ovation, please stand up, I need my job. That's the end of the joke, please stand up. <laughs> to be fair, there were, yeah, we have been, I don't think, did we talk about this in the podcast yesterday? No. Maybe. We've been threatening him to fire him if he doesn't get a standing ovation, essentially. So he is... He's chopping hard on But the problem is he's way too confident. He agreed to that. We didn't think he would agree. And he's like, oh, fuck you, I'll nail it. Um, so he does often tell the crowd to stand up. To be fair, however, I was at the back and there was a few people already standing before he said, just stand up. <laughs> I'll deem that as legitimate then. I'll yep. accept that. Congratulations to Keelan. He and can keep his job for at least another couple of days. <laughs> what I like about it, he's adding in new jokes every night. Oh, like, it's so confident. He did a new bit. He opened he, with some of your material. Yeah. That didn't go that well because it's your material. He moved on to no, my material. It was the delivery. And yeah, it, was, it wasn't good delivery. I like that he did literally word for word one of your jokes and he didn't even substitute uh, his name into the joke. He just did it as if he was you. He got... Word for word, my name is Lewis Spears. Yeah. I am six foot eight and he's not either of those things. <laughs> but somehow, you guys still enjoyed it. And uh, you know what? We are three shows into this tour. Luke and I are also performing stand-up. About 15 minutes each, triple the amount of time that Keelan has. No standing ovations. Well, 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 you know. Well, the fog bit. People pass out kind of thing. No, people can't like people stand yeah. after they hear that. No, they're weak at the knees. You know, I was just saying. Our ladies. All right, sorry. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you noticed this while you were performing. You probably couldn't hear because everyone was screaming. And by the way, I'm not saying I'm not making a gross girls, I'm not making girls wet joke. It's from the condensation of the fog. <laughs> just to be clear. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed this, Luke, because you were killing so hard with the best bit of all time, as you do every time you perform it. Even I kind of black out. I like my eyes go in the back of my head, and I'm just bit I'm of a trend. In the, I'm in the fog zone. You become the fog. Yeah, I call it. Yes. Yeah. It's um, like a horror movie. Like yeah. the twist is, I am the fog. <laughs> what happened? You probably didn't notice, but um, uh, we had to call an ambulance because someone actually gave birth to a child. And what's crazy about that is, before you started the fog bit, they weren't even pregnant. <laughs> They were yes. impregnated and then the baby grew to maturity. Yeah. They gave birth to it and the reason why we had to call an ambulance is that it actually died. <laughs> of old age. The fog bit accelerated its growth. Yeah, that I'd like to imagine that on birth a little bit of mist seeped out. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what happened. So, uh, this is the Lugie, the annual Lugies event. Uh, we have many awards here. We have a couple of uh, fan uh, voting segments here that we'll do we, we've done some online for the listeners at home or there's also going to be in the tent one on the night just for you guys in the room as well best dressed so yes uh, and you you're wanna... all nominated i so. think or also i was thinking like let's let's be real you know if you're dressed fancy or not mm -hmm. if you think you have what it takes to be best dressed maybe we'll do a section where we stand up you nominate yourself yeah and we okay. maybe get a few people up crowd vote yeah and can we appreciate a little bit of self-awareness here <laughs> Some of you don't look that good. Yeah. Some of you just like t-shirt and tie, bare minimum, fuck yeah. If you look like me, nominated. don't stand up, right? <laughs> if you dress like a Kmart model, just say in your seat. And I think that I'm a contender for best dress because I'm actually incorporated my Gucci belt into the... Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> that's right. 
He's never walked on stage. Uh, hey, you just stage. got booed from Whitey, who before the show I was bragging about only ever being in Qantas lounges and was judging you for being a peasant for Tiger Flyer. <laughs> Can we just acknowledge that last night Luke Kidgel decided to stay out till 3.30 fucking a.m. getting festive with the people who came to the Sydney show when we all knew we had a flight at 6.30 a.m. and now he can't speak English. <laughs>
Which is why it's, which is why we're doing the show right next to Radio Mike, because he's always fucking. <laughs> Just fucking over there on the piano. Serenade the crowd, show us how much you're fucking. It's a, a piano rendition of Good Night by Rex <laughs> Oh my god, we won! Yes. 
hopefully we can uh, go back to back next year with 2020. Uh, no, so I'm presenting uh, this uh, third award now of the night, uh, best joke of of the year on our podcast. Ooh. So uh, not a, not a lot of to choose from, uh, but there were some. Uh, now the nominations are Mike. Oh. <laughs> nominations are. Keelan Ferrari Brown for his classic original D's Nuts jokes. Have you met Phil? Phil D's Nuts. Second nomination, Luke Kitchell for following up Lewis's abortion joke about the fog bit with, yes, it's the coat hanger of comedy. Fog bit. So would you say that maybe the fog bit could be utilised at abortion clinics? <laughs> <laughs> you boys didn't like that one? No, yeah. I didn't like that one. I think there'll be a couple of sickos in the sound off Some people call that. it the coat hanger of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Radio Mike, uh, next nomination, for saying, did you have any cum today? Referencing Jason Derulo's song, Swalala to Keelan. Yes. Did you have any cum this week? <laughs> <laughs> so Lewis is still trying to clean up the massive puddle. Uh, this is a swamp on the stage. It's a safety hazard. I'm trying to save my lives. I'm a hero. Also, I caused the problem. So Hang on, are you cleaning up water with paper? Uh, yes. Did you have to read off that paper? No, this is uh, toilet paper, so if anyone has to poo, sorry about that. Is there a mop at the venue? Is the venue no, we've got enough. Here? We've got enough. Can you just be fucking professional for one second and present the award, alright? Can we move on with the show? Do you know what you're doing? You're ruining this. I'm sorry, you're correct. Uh, and the final nomination for best joke of the year, uh, Lewis Spears for thinking he could sell out a show in Gimpy. Okay. Got a bit excited there. No. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, we forgot envelopes, so the best award goes to Lewis Spears for thinking he could sell. Of admin and boy oh boy, boy was it productive? It wasn't very fun. 
you can kind of speak. Oh, dude, I, I don't know how you got this job hosting the Loogies. I didn't know how the fuck I got here, to be honest. <laughs> uh, also nominated is Celeb Spots. Uh, thoughts? Will that win? Will Thoughts win? Uh, and finally, Keelan's Mealens. disabled and they got Keelan to sign it. And he just wrote these nuts on it. So this morning I got a video of somebody double parking at the disabled section of Coles and then zooming in on the disabled permit that just says these nuts on it. You're a monster mate. Uh, but congratulations. You are what you drink. 
Now, uh, next award, time for the next award. Mm -hmm. I'll present the next one. Mike. Clapton. You're presenting? Yeah. Right. Alrighty, the. You don't know how to use this thing. Mate, I'm not fucking sleep, I'll be honest. <laughs> I need a Gatorade and a nap. Um, so, uh, the, the next award is uh, Worst Outfit of the Year. Uh, so, uh, the first nomination. <laughs> Lewis Spears for uh, his uh, skin-tight spandex morph suit, which, he, uh, later, which we later found out off-air was uh, purchased on a fetish website for homosexual men. <laughs> that is 100% true. I bought it because I was trying to make a costume of a comic book character, so I was looking for something that had a scoop in it. I bought it as soon as I saw it, and then uh, I got a confirmation email, and it said, make sure to send us a photo of you wearing the suit, and uh, give a testimony. So, and then they had a li list of examples, and it was like, gay dude after gay dude, like, ass out, wearing the suit, with comments like, oh, I would love to fuck you in this, this is so sexy. And that was pretty much our sound off section as well, under the video, so. Yeah, there was a very visible penis and also, and I'm an very proud of that. And an honourable mention to your bulge that day as well. Great work, Lewis. Thank um, you. So if you I, look closely, you might see it live. <laughs> um, next uh, nomination, Lewis Spears for dressing like a school shooter. <laughs> uh, wait, what episode is that? At every episode. <laughs> um, except for the, uh, uh, the next one. Uh, next nomination, Lewis Spears for his purple flanny that made him look like a lanky gay lumberjack. <laughs> Do you remember that? That, that was only a couple of weeks ago. He, he, he bought this purple flanny and debatable. Is anyone else nominated or is it just me? Oh, um, the next one is Lewis Spears and Luke Kidgel for not wearing pants for an entire episode. Uh, it was episode 23. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we forgot to promote our sponsor. And um, then we... Who go. did not pay to sponsor the live events so, and will go unmentioned. Yes. So if you want to buy a get bonds. <laughs> <laughs> That might be cut, that one might just be for you guys. <laughs> Don't cut it, Keelan. Uh, but next week... We'll be back on the Unknown Red. Next week, burn your bonds and get back on that subscription. Uh, so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the award for worst outfit... Fuck, I wonder who it's going to be. <laughs> the suspense is killing me. Lewis Spears for all of the above. Thank you so much guys, I'm incredibly proud to win my second award. Uh, I've just realised that both of the awards I've won so far are quite negative. Uh, uh, for not selling out a show and for dressing like I have an AK-47 in my backpack. So, thank you very much, I work hard every day to look uh, like I'm concealing a weapon and I couldn't have done this without... Uh, Gucci or... and Off-White. <laughs> And the anti-social club and the, the Nike store you recently bought and in your tracksuit. It's a crap thing. I got some stuff from Lacoste. Uh, and now you're flexing and, and stuff. Uh, yeah, and lots of ticket sales because it's pretty expensive. So thank you very much. Yes. Um, Mike, are you running out of songs? That was just one note. <laughs> Poor Mike. Uh, he goes, I was like, how many songs do you know? Do you reckon you could do a full hour? He goes, mate, I know like 30 songs on piano. No, I, I was going to do a full song, but then you were too quick walking back to the thing. So I was like, do I'll I do it again? Do you can do it now. Okay. Alright, we'll redo it. Tonight. Oh yes, well done. Congratulations. Now, uh, something that I don't think I'm going to win this next award, it is time to uh, present the nominations for Best Editor. <laughs> I have run out of songs. So I'm just improving stuff that's not going that well. That's okay. I think Keelan has a button with a song but on it. Don't you uh, like Mary Keelan... had a little lamb and cross buns? No, I don't know any of the basics, I went straight to advanced. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Piano King and Funk King. <laughs> well, uh, Mike, if you've run out of piano songs, how about the, the next one? Just sing Harvey Maria and then... 
Maybe, maybe at the end. Okay. Uh, otherwise, Keelan has a button with sound effects. Are you at the sound effect uh, thing, Keelan? <laughs> he actually thinks he's going to win this award. <laughs> he's getting ready to walk up on stage. Great. Okay. Nominated for best editor. By the way, Keelan, that didn't bode well for you in this award. <laughs> not, not very good live edits. Nominated for best editor, Keelan Ferrari Brown, who is instrumental in the success of the Luke and Lewis show. For as many editing mistakes he does make, we could not do this show without him. That is an absolute fact. And without Keelan, this wouldn't happen. He's absolutely instrumental to the success of this show. He's been with us uh, for all 40-something episodes, and all of the live shows have been filmed beautifully, and that's why he is nominated for best editor. And our second nomination is a guy called Cal, who worked for us for one day. Uh, he edited a bunch of montage clips, and he didn't make any mistakes. <laughs> However, he, we didn't like his vibe, so Keelan wins! Congratulations, Keelan. You, you won, not really for your editing skills, but for the vibes you bring to the show. So congratulations, mate. Now that is Keelan's second award for tonight. Also cleaning up at this year's Loogies. Uh, I just nutted myself in the microphone. Uh, is Candace in the room? <laughs> Someone say Candace who? <laughs> Candy's nuts, fit your mouth. <laughs> Wow, what a speech. What a speech. That was special. That was touching. Um, I have another uh, award to present. Yeah. Um, now, uh... Move on to the left turn. Mike, some music. Oh. <laughs> What's that? I already played that one, but I didn't know if anyone would notice. <laughs> it's just an... It's a mic original. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, can people get a... Where can people get mic originals? Right here on this piano tonight. No. Release the sounds oh, don't call the <laughs> The perfect opportunity to plug his fucking band. I threw you a bone. And then... that song's not from the band. You can't... No, I'm saying, well, I said, where can people find original mic songs? Well, half of them were written by my co-band member, Jack Weiss, so they're not original. So you're riding off his coattails, are you? The button pusher for Hamish and Andy, you just, just latched onto him. him. Your whole career is riding off other people's coattails. <laughs> Sorry, that was a fact. Um, <laughs> um, thanks, guys. <laughs> Mike? Nominated for most mistakes. Uh, now, you guys don't actually know this, nobody knows this, but I've actually been keeping a tally of mistakes since we started the Luke and Lewis show, and I have uh, been writing down mistakes such as being late, spelling errors, speaking incorrectly, oh boy. Uh, and I have a tally here that I've been counting since about episode three, because I realised, fuck, if I don't start now, I'm going to lose track fast. Is, uh, is rocking up to your big event of the year with a migraine a mistake? Uh, do you have a pen? I need to add one more to yours. <laughs> I'll just remember it. Okay. Nominated for most mistakes on the Luke and Lewis show, Lewis Spears with 75 mistakes. Have you actually been counting? Yes, I have. <laughs> that is a lot of mistakes. That's, uh, if you've only done 40 something shows, that's an average of almost two per show. Uh, nominated for most mistakes, Luke Kidgel with 83 mistakes. Can I just say, we've done 41 episodes, 41 of those are being late. <laughs> so if I change that about myself, which I won't, don't care. Punctuality is for losers. Oh, sorry, he was late tonight. 84 mistakes. Didn't you say 84? <laughs> Luke Spears, 76 mistakes. Luke Kidgel, 84, but he's also hungover, 85. And no, 86, because today... Lewis Spears, nominated with 77 mistakes. Luke Kidgel, 86. 
And uh, are there any last minute mistakes? Spilling the water, Lewis Spears. Nominated with, what was that, 78? Was up to 78? 78 mistakes. Luke Kidgel, what was he on? 86. 86 mistakes. Uh, Lewis Spears, 79 for forgetting how many numbers there were. Final tally going once, going twice. Finalised, the final nominee for most mistakes. Keelan with 135. <laughs> mistakes. Welcome to the stage, the winner of Most Mistakes, Keelan Ferrari-Brown. This is Keelan's third award tonight in the first annual Luke and Lewis Lugies. He's absolutely cleaning up. He's on three awards. However, the uh, as we all know, uh, the Most Mistakes Award actually disqualifies you from the Best Editor Award. So you will have to return that trophy. I'll swap it for the Most Mistakes Trophy and we will give Best Editor to Cal, despite his vibes. <laughs> Great, so and I retract uh, that last statement because obviously you're, that's been referred to you. You now have only two awards tonight. I'd Still like more to, than me. I'd like to thank my parents for my bad uh, work ethic. And <laughs> <laughs> my short attention to detail. Thank you, Mrs. Keelan. <laughs> Linda, doing great work. Also, our biggest fan of the show, Linda listens to every episode and we appreciate that. Is there anyone else who's listening to every episode? Out there. Um, I actually, speaking of Mrs. Keelan, I uh, got picked up by the airport by Mrs. Keelan with Keelan. By the airport. Um, the airport picked you up. Um, 79 <laughs> mistakes. Uh, I actually witnessed a great conversation between Keelan and Mrs. Keelan. Uh, this I is true. By the way, I got texted this today and this is not uncommon. What's I heard this read? in the back seat. And also, before Lewis reads, explains a lot. <laughs> This is a text I sent to the tour group chat, uh, and I want you to know I was not involved in this conversation. I was very tired. I kind of checked out at this point. I was trying to have a little snooze, but I was listening because fuck, it's fascinating. <laughs> a text to the group chat. This is a real conversation that just happened when Mrs. Keelan picked us up. Keelan, Shrek has been coming into the hotel and asking to open the show. Mrs. Keelan, open these nuts. <laughs> Keelan. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Real. Yeah. Keeler's losing his mind up there. Not because of what we did, because he's just remembering the joke that Linda's <laughs> um, Time for the next award, Lewis, because uh, the venue is going to close soon and we need to. I have two more to get to. How many? Okay. I've got uh, two more as well. Great, so we'll have to speed this one up here. Alright. Uh, this uh, Mike, one. if anyone's accepted speech oh, goes over, just play them off. I can do this one very quick. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm about to present Crumb of the Year. <laughs> it's uh, not a huge honor. Is that all the small things? Yeah, I thought of a new one. Great. That's cool. Very me. I like you chose one for me. Yeah. yeah. Do a Coldplay one when Lewis comes back. Yes. Yeah. Um, Crumb of the Year, obviously on this show, we call people who ruin the sound of section crumbs. The crumbs are people who go about their days doing crummy things. They, the reason why they're crumbs bench. is because we flick them off the bench, right? They're unnecessary, they fall off the loaves, and they are really redundant in our society. So we're starting a crumb-free zone, an anti-crumb movement on this podcast, and uh, this is not an award that, to be celebrated. No. So, what do we do when we announce uh, we, the award? We will all, when, when, when each nomination is, is announced, we will all boo and yell, fuck crumbs. Now, you say each nomination, there's only one person nominated for this award. Well, I think I know who we're going to be saying fuck to. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the first and only nomination, uh, and this statement is, was sent from my iPad. <laughs> Is Chicken Imp nominated for Crumb of the Year? Fuck Chicken Imp! On three, one, two, three. Fuck Chicken Imp! Chicken Imp, 
we're not going to give you the award. Fuck off. <laughs> crap, crap, crap off them. Yeah. Crap, crap, crap off them. Yeah. Crap, crap, you're no good fucking crap. Get off my bench, you're the crap off them. Yeah. <laughs> Is that you killing? <laughs> Great. That was some good editing. Okay. Um, now, do we have time to do this one? Yeah, of course, let's do it. All right, it is time. This is the second last award for best dressed audience member. Now, we're doing this one a little bit differently. If you think you have put effort into your costume, stand up and I'll just pick you. I think two ties at the front deserves an honorable mention. Oh, okay, someone holding, brought a crocodile. We've got someone wearing, what are they? Some, some. Oh, what did you do? He's wearing a mankini. Under the... <laughs> Festive shirt as well. Where did you get your festive shirt from? Oh, it's the same yeah, shit that we're wearing. Oh, well, give it up for best dress. Congratulations, mate. Come up and accept your award. Luca, come on stage, stand at the podium and accept your award. Give it up for Luca, best dress. Congratulations on best dressed. Uh, what, what an honour. Uh, so, Luca, you obviously you got it from Chadston, and uh, how much was your shirt? Fifty dollars. We got ripped off. Oh, sorry. Free. I'd like to thank my girlfriend Georgia for paying for it. Oh, Give it up for Georgia. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, so she paid for it just so you could come and get? Oh, you didn't even know there was an award, but just so you could wear no, this. I knew it was the best dress award. Oh, yeah, right. I was going to do this, but I'm yeah. like, don't have the funds for that. Oh, oh I don't, neither do we. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the George account is uh, good fun. Oh, he's so, wearing uh, he's wearing tears as well. Oh, yeah, ninety seven. Ninety seven. Beautiful. He's probably got a knife Can as we well. Show the man. Is, is there anyone in the crowd under sixteen? Yes. Don't know if that should be answered. <laughs> Girlfriend is false. Oh, you can just take off your shirt. Yeah, don't take off your pants, no one's. How old are you? 19. 19? Get it off. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is a loaf move. This like is an absolute loaf move. I think we might even have loaf of the year for doing this one. Oh, no. Lo loaf of the year is the next award, the final award. Oh, okay. Well, uh, no, it's not because we also have to get through best guest. <laughs> Shut up. Work it, mate. Absolutely beautiful. Holy crap. This is, uh... I've been hitting the world gym as much as I should be. No. Yeah, and you know what, I'm in the gym gym. And neither am I. But Isn't it just a strange coincidence that everyone in the world gym movement looks kind of average? I think there's very good reasoning for that. World gym sucks. Hey, man. Get the fuck off the stage. Uh, thank you very much, mate. Best guest or yes, let's do it. Alright, now it's time for Best Guest 2019. Now this what? Okay, so Best Guest 2019, we're going to be doing every year. Hopefully, uh, as the year and the podcast grows, we will have more nominations as we have more guests. There are only four nominations because we only had four guests. But what we did is we opened this one up online to all of the listeners at home, as well as you guys, and uh, we got over 1,000 votes in only about three hours. <laughs> so this is huge. Now, nominated for Best Guest 2019... Rory Lowe. Rory Lowe, probably best known for his uh, story about, he told a story on the podcast about how he met Snoop Dogg backstage at a music festival and yep. also trashing Airbnb is one of his highlight reels. And I love vandalism, so I love Rory Lowe. Uh, second up, nominated, Andrew Schultz from America. 
First international guest of the show, uh, one of America's top comedians right now. Mm -hmm. uh, we're confused as to why he came on this, uh, <laughs> but uh, he did come on and he was nominated. Because we have good rapport in the DM. Yes. And nominated, the third nomination, Radio Mike. on the show, both great appearances. How did you feel about them? I didn't even know I was nominated, to be honest. <laughs> you, you were a guest. Yeah, I know, but I didn't know I was nominated. I didn't know I was that good, but whatever. I don't, <laughs> I don't, really, I don't really care. Awards nights are a sham anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like me to disqualify you? Nah, like I'd take if I wanted. But I wouldn't brag about it. I'd so, just like accept it. What you're saying is you don't think you're going to win? No, I think I have a chance. <laughs> He's so happy and happy. Finally, nominated for Best Guest 2019, Friendly Geordies. Friendly Geordies, Warhammer 40,000 fraud. <laughs> Doing it for the meme, appropriating my culture, my wrath will be endless. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Friendly Geordies, you've been called out. Jordan Shanks, if you're watching, you are a fake Warhammer fan. <laughs> but I'll destroy you. And I don't really give a shit about this, but it's fun to take sides. So, uh, Team Lewis is what we're gonna do. Do you we doing? have some kind of drum roll? Oh, the crowd's done that. Thank you very much. Because we were under the winner there. of Best Guest 2019 with more than 45%. That's 450 people, more than that. Congratulations, Radio Mike! Come over, mate, play the music here, Lynn. Congratulations, Radio Mike. I'll do the piano. Guest of the Year. Thank you so much. It's, my, it's been my dream to win a loogie from the start. I love awards nights. Um, and I just wanted to say. Before the show, me and Todd, who's over there on the camera. Tripod Todd for the radio show. From the radio show. Yeah. Facebook Marketplace King. We were, we were standing out the back and Keelan came up to us and he said, because we both used to work on the show, and Keelan just said, hey guys, don't you reckon it's funny that I took Todd's job and then I took your job as well? <laughs> Well, you Keelan, are a monster. Your attitude is why I'm up here and you're down there. <laughs> Congratulations, Radio Mike. And can I just say to Todd and Radio Mike, the reason why Keelan has both your jobs is because it's half the cost. <laughs> Alright, it's time for our final award, Luke. Final award of the year, ladies and gentlemen. Loaf of the year. This is incredible. This is easily the most prestigious award at the Loogies uh, every year. First one, but it will be. This is one of the uh, only awards where fans are nominated. Uh, so yes, the uh, now we had a lot of loaf, big loaf energy, BLE we call it, on the show this year. Mm -hmm. uh, that means some guy in the front laugh away too much. All you yawning can't tell. Anyway. I'm in fact, it is such big loaf energy that if you win Loaf of the Year, your name is permanently changed to Helga. <laughs> <laughs> that is big loaf energy. Yeah. Uh, or 7-Eleven. Yes, and obviously the prize will not be the regular Loogies uh, two-dollar store trophy. It is the 7-Eleven white bread, quite pricey for what it is. Let's be honest. Uh, and by the way, let's beep out 7-Eleven. Let's put in nine instead. Um, <laughs> no, one hundred. <laughs> So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, the nominations, we had a lot of, uh, if you weren't nominated, doesn't mean uh, if you're a sergeant, you're obviously a loaf, just because you're not nominated. There was obviously a lot of loaf uh, things done this year, but only the best four nominations. In fact, coming yeah. to this show, loaf. Loaf, yeah. So, uh, these are uh, four, the four nominations that stood out to us uh, recently, this was reason one, Sergeant Sounder Mitch from Brisbane made some Sergeant Sounder badges for all the sergeants at the Brisbane show. Keelan, uh, why do you have yours? He told me to give it to you. I've hand-delivered that from Brisbane and I'll give it to you after the show. I'm wearing my Big Boss Man badge and uh, I he think... He made us badges. Big Boss Man badge is very good. That commitment to uh, appreciating sergeants and saluting them and giving them the respect they deserve is big loaf energy. So round of applause for Mitch. <laughs> 
Secondly, uh, now you guys don't know this yet, but the people at home do. Our second Loaf of the Year nomination goes to Mike Goldman, ex-Big Brother host, for joining us last night to do Mike's Instagram likes live on stage at our Sydney show. Obviously, that's the only way we can do the segment anymore, and Instagram has banned us being able to see it. He let us go through every picture he's liked on his account, on have stage, a look at his DMs. Unfiltered. We ended up finding a photo of his fiance with her boobs out, and he liked that. So, Mike's a loaf. Mike is a big loaf. Uh, uh, the next one is, uh, the, we want to nominate uh, for the Loaf of the Year, the guy who almost died listening to our show. Do you guys remember that? It was like episode four. And he uh, sent a big long email saying he was on his way to soccer practice and uh, he was listening to our radio show when we were on at the time and uh, he, he had a cardiac arrest or some kind yeah. of heart failure at indoor soccer. And he uh, actually died and then came back to life. It was a 2% or 11%, something low, chance of survival and he said at the end of his email, the last thing you would have ever heard was our fucking radio show. And who knows, it could have been just a fart and a sneeze sound effect. What a way to go. But he said uh, he would never want it to go out any other way. So big loaf energy from... Uh, and uh, also an honourable mention to the dog who did die listening to our show. During the year. Yeah, there was a dog that really did die while their owner was listening to the show and that was the last thing that it ever heard. So special mention, didn't come back to life, so not really much of a loaf, more of a slice. <laughs> but, uh, and also, uh, let's be honest, a uh, bit of an off slice probably by now, yes. Mouldy crust. Yes. You, you, you put it in the toaster and, and just fucking roll the dice. Kind of, you know, one of those slices. Um, so, uh, you guys aren't on board with dead fans' dogs? Or fans' dead dogs? Fair enough. Uh, and also, uh, the girl who sent us that email, uh, she said she watched the entire episode with that dog on her lap and she realised 45 minutes in that she's probably had a dead dog on her lap for half an hour. <laughs> Which was pretty brutal. What a way to go. Uh, and finally, uh, nominated for Loaf of the Year is uh, someone who I love very much, Meg Archibald. My girlfriend, uh, for having sexual intercourse with me while, while I was wearing a Transformer tattoo sleeve. <laughs> with Lewis and everyone on the team, I think we all agreed. Ladies and gentlemen, 2019 Loaf of the Year goes to Meg Archibald. Well deserved. Not many girls are willing to do that, but uh, she is one in a million and she loves an Autobot fuck. I, uh, instead of rolling out, I rolled right in. As we all know, Meg absolutely loves the D, Decepticons. I just want to say that I did it, and I'd do it again. Wow. Incredible. By the way, I'm king. I'll, I'll, I'll That's jump. enough. <laughs> That's enough. I'll, I'll jump on the sleeve when I get I didn't talk about did I talk about this in the You know with the knobby sleeve as well? Oh big that. Um <laughs> Oh the unknown sleeve yeah, of many we did, logo. We did do it again. Alright, too much. Uh moving on, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I think that is the final award. We do have one more thing to address on the Ludigies, but that's the end of the award, so thank you very much. Thank you so much. mistake to both of our tallies. I just realised, uh, you, know, you guys don't know this what? yet, but at every live show, uh, we have oh. been, have a, uh, yeah, a lot of the sound off section is going to be rough. Uh, we have had a temporary flame sitting here to signify that the live show is uh, commencing. We have lit them so in now this Brisbane is... and Sydney and we forgot about it tonight because Luke was hungover. That was your job to bring in, wasn't it? It was. I brought it in. It's backstage. So uh, that's unlikely. <laughs> but you know what? You couldn't get any more temporary than a flame that is sometimes lit, maybe. It's because we started it uh, in Brisbane. It was an opening ceremony. They have the eternal flame at the Olympics and we passed around the temporary flame and made its way to the front and we light it and blow it out at the end of every show because we'll light it backstage for a second. Don't let you bring an open flame on the plane. 
And uh, I don't know why, because that's not the biggest problem with Target Airways. <laughs> their biggest problem is all of their open flames. Yes. Which are the planes. Uh, so, uh, that brings to the end of the event. Is there anything else we need to address? Absolutely. Uh, our guest of the year, Radio Mike, um, told you a story. Oh, this will be... That's right. So, uh, some people might remember... Oh, are you going with this? Yeah, I guess so. Well, you said yes before the show. Yeah, it's fine. We'll see. <laughs> with, worst case scenario, we cut it out. So, uh, you guys might remember, if anyone saw my independent variable tour uh, last year, I told a story about my friend Cumbags. <laughs> this was a very quick recap. My friend, who will go nameless, was flown out, and we're going to edit this out, uh, but I will say it for you guys, was flown out by <laughs> to help on their television show. He was put up in a hotel, and Mike decided to uh, invite a girl over on Tinder. Uh, they had uh, sexual intercourse, consensual, that's great. Uh, and he took his condom off, and for some reason didn't want to flush it, didn't put it in the bin, uh, decided to put two full condoms of his own cum into a backpack to dispose of later when she left for some reason. Of course, comebacks forgot. He took them to the airport, went through security, and then she goes, no, airport security is looking for things hidden in condoms. And now... And also suspicious liquids. And now, ladies and gentlemen, he's done it again. Comebacks strikes back. The return of the car. What do you have to say for yourself, comeback? What have you done this time? It's a little bit different. There is a twist to this story. So, I had sex with this girl. I told you, he's always fucking <laughs> king. <laughs> After it finished, I took off the condom and she was like, boy. oh, there's a bin in the corner. And like, my anxiety kicked in and I was like, oh, that's cool, I'll take care of it. What's wrong with you? Why can't you just put a condom in the bin? What do you think they're going to do with it? About Get out a turkey baster and do it themselves. <laughs> and what, it's almost Thanksgiving. <laughs> put it in my shoe. <laughs> shoe bags. And then I forgot it was there and I wore the shoes to work every day. And it, on my left foot every what day. What is every day? How long? Five days. <laughs> every time I did. Every time I took a step on that shoe, it was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, "What is that? Oh, cum shoes over here!" And then it was the, it was the condom in the shoe. Why did you? Why the shoe, bro? Has you got the chocolate Siemens? A pocket. Because I didn't have any pants on at the time. <laughs> Wait, you fuck with shoes? <laughs> no, but they were the only like only thing on the thing. floor. Yeah. So that was me. What did you guys do this week? <laughs> Give it up for Tom Shoes, everyone. Tom Shoes. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the end of the show. Also, this one is Guest of the Year. Yes. That kind of content, you can't write that stuff. That is great stuff. So, thank you very much to everyone who attended the first annual Lugies. We would love to see you next year at 2020, hopefully an even bigger venue, more guests nominated, more awards, and uh, we'll meet every single person who comes afterwards. We're selling uh, stickers that are crumb-free zones and loaf zones if you'd like to grab them, as well as T-shirts, and we'll meet and take photos with everybody because we appreciate the support. Uh, on a serious note, Luke and I uh, just made the decision to leave radio and go out on our own out of a fucking warehouse, take a risk, going from getting paid to do the show to paying to do the show. It was a really big risk for us. We were very nervous about it. But uh, the Luke and Lewis show is the biggest that it's ever been. Uh, and that is thanks to you guys. So we truly appreciate it. This has been fucking awesome. Thank you guys so much.
Congratulations. You just watched the Loogies 2019. How yep. does it feel? In, in a way, now that you've watched the whole thing, you've won as well. Yep. Congratulations. You've probably won more than me. Mm-hmm. You watched the whole thing just then. Didn't really clean up. You did. Yep. I got a few awards, didn't I? You did get a few awards. I think I yep. won half an award. Yeah. That's pretty good, though. Hopefully 2020, I'll come back with a stronger year. 2020 and maybe I'll wear huge. some shitter stuff. Yeah. Hard when you are my co-host, though. It's very <laughs> Look, you can only dream that yeah. one day I'll win Worst Dressed yeah. on the show. <laughs> Give it a go. Yeah. You know, I would trash what you're wearing, but you're wearing a Nobby shirt, and we love Nobby yes. here. We really do. And my penguin socks are dope. Just got them new. They look like a rip-off of that Madagascar film. Oh, yeah, I think they are. Yep, that is the private uh, right there. Yeah, yeah. great. So, uh, if you want to uh, listen to The Secret Podcast, we do two extra bonus episodes every month on Patreon that is only for supporters. It's the secret edition of the podcast, so if you fucking tell anyone... <laughs> Hang on. No, shh. What? Someone was thinking about it. Don't even... Are you even fucking... Someone was... Th- I sensed that someone was thinking about telling someone. Don't even... Shut the fuck up. Don't even think about thinking about it there's even more people thinking about thinking about it hey don't stop shut the oh my fuck god up. It's, it's, secret. A secret. it's a secret podcast don't you fucking dare tell it i know it's like oh social media we grow the show by sharing the show you can share this show no worries we yeah, encourage that this but is if a you public tell a podcast soul about the secret podcast you're you don't even want to know what happens what happens to you is also a secret and it's bad i know it luke doesn't even know i i think i have an idea yeah but don't you know even what? think about telling them what your idea is. Okay. No, well, I think I know what's going to happen to them. But it's going to be like the end of Harry uh, Potter. You're thinking... Oh, okay, you just told them. You know what? What? Because they're going to get fucking ended like that saga <laughs> did. <laughs> so, Patreon. <laughs> you wouldn't search, want that, that happen to you. Google the Luca Lewis patron. You sign up and you get two free episodes and access yep. to the secret And then in five years time after we end you, I'm yep. going to tweet that you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, I'm going to get cancelled for, <laughs> for something about trans rights. I haven't really read up about it, but I do know that she's cancelled. So, And I will be back. Thank you all, by the way, while we got you yeah. here. Thank you all very much for such an awesome year on this show. Huge. Uh, if you want to hear more, as we said at the start, uh, of what we're doing next year, we talked about it in the secret podcast, but God damn it, shut the fuck up. Yeah, so Don't thanks for an soul. awesome year. We, it was kind of only six months for the show, yeah. and uh, we did a bunch of awesome stuff, toured the country, and it wasn't a massive failure, so that's fucking I mean, look, we're great. not going to be returning to Adelaide, but there was there was highs and lows. Oh, and it was like, like four-fifths was an absolute... Rare success and incredible. I mean, the show in Adelaide. Don't get me wrong; it was fun. But yeah. if we showed it to our accountant, really the- would he recommend us ever going back to Adelaide, no. even in the next ten but years? On the bank like statement, it doesn't yeah. say a guy in a wheelchair ripped Keelan in half for parking in his spot yeah. live on camera. We wouldn't have got that. See, that was. I think that was worth losing a bunch of money for. I'd pay to see that, sure. and I did. I yeah. paid heavily. To see that, but it was worth it. And if you'd like to see how much money we made from the Adelaide show, we'll be posting that on Patreon. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to do that? It's It's probably not much, is it? I don't know. Can't remember. We might do that. (laughs) We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) See ya.